You're listening to the Gutsy Podcast, where we talk about all things real, raw, and ridiculous about running a business authentically. I'm Laura Wallace, also known as the Laura Aura, lover of all things inspirational, owner of Works Graphic Design, and your host on this journey through entrepreneurship. I'm here to help you get out of your head and back into action as a passionate business rock star. Tune in every Tuesday and Thursday as we fuel your gutsy. Websites. You can't live without them, yet they also really make you want to pull out your hair. There's online do-it-yourself versions. There's agencies that can build them for you. Everyone's got a sister's brother's neighbor's friend that could also build one for you in a couple of hours. So which way do we go? How do we create a successful website without completely losing our mind? This week on the Gutsy Podcast, we're going to go in the ins and the outs and the do's and the don'ts behind the scenes of building a successful website. Now, first things first, the very first thing that I want to clear up are some of the commercials and web ads that you get talking about how you can have a website in a couple of hours. It's also promoted that they're quick and they're cheap and they're easy to use. This is often the part of where we're watching television at home that I have to bite my tongue and turn my head because while this information can be true, yes, it can be easy. Yes, you can build it in a couple of hours. Yes, it can be cost effective. However, to be able to launch a website in a few hours, there's a whole lot of legwork that has to go into building one before you can even put it together. For instance, it takes time to collect photos for your website. It takes time to write the content. It takes time to figure out the structure, how many pages you want, what you're putting where, what your call to actions are, how you want people to contact you. I mean, I could go on and on and on. So once you've collected all this data and information, yes, it could be possible, could be, I want to put a big asterisk there, for you to launch a website in a couple of hours. But here's the other piece of the puzzle. To be able to build a website on some of these online platforms, you also need to have a little bit of tech savviness. You have to understand their programming and how things function. There are some really great tools with drag and drop, and they've, oh my gosh, they have drastically simplified the website building process since I started Works 12 years ago. But here's the bigger thing. It's time. The largest difference between someone else building your website for you or you doing it yourself, is do you want to spend the time trying to figure it out, or would you rather delegate that so that you can do what you came to do in the first place? Now, as part of this episode, I do want to make sure that I'm giving you all of your options, some of the best options that are out there currently for building websites. Because while there are tons of agencies around the planet that can build a website for you, and that's what I recommend, There are also a lot of great online platforms that are perfect for startup businesses who may not have the cash flow or the capital to invest in a full-blown website yet. I would say one of the most popular platforms to build a website on today is Squarespace. Squarespace is a really beautiful, simplified platform where you can drag and drop different boxes for photos, text, forms, all the nitty-gritty pieces that go into a website, and they make it fairly simple for the regular user to build a website. If you're considering building your website on your own, this is the direction that I would point you in first. It is cost-effective, and it does have some really great visuals and grids for you to use to build a beautiful, functional website. If you're looking for something a little bit more robust, the WordPress platform is fairly universal. It's a 
lot more in-depth than Squarespace, and it's going to give you a lot more features. If you're considering starting a blog, WordPress is probably a really great platform for you to go along with. Because honestly, that's what this platform was originally designed for. It was for bloggers to write content and put it out into the world. And then coders and developers got a hold of it and said, hey, you know what? This could actually be a really great platform for us to build full websites on. One of the best features that WordPress offers is that there are extensions and add-ons that you can add into the website to add more functionality. Now, this is also where it can get tricky. So WordPress is going to require a bit more tech savviness. And if you have any type of coding or development background or history, it's going to come in handy here. I don't know if any of you are familiar with coding, but coding is the vein of my existence. And all it takes is removing one backslash out of the code and the entire website can go down. So there's a lot more room for error with WordPress, but there's also a lot more room for growth. And I'm going to come back to that because there's a whole other side of this as well. And then if you're considering starting an online shopping cart, let's say you have products that you want to sell, maybe you have a t-shirt line, maybe you've got candles, any type of product that you want to be able to sell on the internet. A great option for that is a platform called Shopify. Building an e-commerce website, which is being able to sell products online, can actually get really in-depth really quickly. And there's a lot of uh, stipulations and rules that need to be followed. Now, going with a platform like Shopify, they've already gone through a lot of those rings for you. So it's a great, again, kind of drag-and-drop platform that allows you to launch a website in, you know, a decent amount of time. I'll reintroduce WordPress here as well, because remember I was talking about those plugins? There's a plugin for WordPress called WooCommerce, which allows you to do the same thing, to be able to sell from your website. Again, you're going to get a lot more functionality, but it's also going to come with the need for a lot more knowledge. If you're just starting your business or just getting into the reins of things, I think any of these platforms could be a really great start for you. But as you start to grow and evolve your business, there comes a time where the website needs to become an investment in your future. Think of a website as kind of a strategic hub for your brand online. It's often the first place that people are going to to visit to say, hey, is this a real business and what are they all about? A great website is going to help you increase your visibility. It's going to build your credibility. And most importantly, it's going to attract new customers. But to do all those things, there has to be a strategic plan behind launching a website. Because let's face it, we live in a world where anyone can load up a site, throw some pictures, throw some text and say, ta-da, I have a business. But when you're evolving and growing your business and you're really ready to take things to the next level, your website should be one of the very first things that are evaluated. Here's where the transition to hiring an agency or hiring someone to build your website for you really comes in handy. So I'm going to peel back the layers and talk to you a little bit about our website process when we are building sites for our clients and most importantly, the questions that we are asking prior to building them. You see, building a website is not just as simple as throwing a bunch of pictures up and seeing what sticks. It really needs to go into the whole brand essence of who you are, what you do, and how it makes a difference. We have to first identify what you do exceptionally well and who are the core clients that are resonating and buying it from you. So here's your first tip. The number one thing you want to do is identify who your core customer is. 
Now, I'm not talking about saying, well, I appeal to everyone. Well, guess what? That really doesn't work. You're going to end up with a lot of diluted messages that don't get you very far. But instead, I want you to evaluate who are some of the best people you've ever worked with and what are some of their characteristics. I want you to know them so inside and out that if I walked up to you today and said, tell me about your core customer, you could rattle it off like you've known this information your entire life. Here's why this is so important. The number two characteristic that goes into building a successful website is having great content that talks directly to your core customer. One of the biggest mistakes that we see on websites is the entire website talks about only the company, how long they've been in business, what accreditations they have, when the last time they went to the bathroom was, what the office dog's name is. I mean, you name it, it's on there. And it's okay because for a long time, that's what worked. But what customers are looking for when they come to your website now is they want to be able to see themselves within your company. Yes, it's important to talk about yourself and give people a little history. And yes, if you have an office dog, by all means, put him on there. But here's the thing, when you know your core customer inside and out, you also know what makes them tick, you know what makes them excited, and you also know the pain points to why they are coming to you in the first place. Successful websites have content that leans into that. Tip number three is that successful websites know their brand. Your branding is such an important base for when you're building a website. So we want to make sure that cohesiveness and consistency is across the board. I always tell you that no matter where anyone is experiencing your brand, it should look the same, talk the same, act the same, smell the same, all whatever the characteristics are of your brand, it should be identical across the board. So successful websites have a cohesive brand that coordinate with the rest of their online strategy. For instance, if I went to your Facebook page today and looked at your cover photo and your profile image, would that coordinate with the same profile image on your Instagram account? And would that coordinate with the same look and feel as your website has? One of the largest challenges that we see with people with online presence is, you know what, it's, it can be really overwhelming to manage and take care of all these things. So it's very easy to create inconsistency throughout the different platforms. When I'm looking at your core branding, I'm usually evaluating things like your logo system, what your fonts are, do you have specific colors that are identified, what style of photography and or icons are you using, are you heavy more into illustration, and does the tone of all your imagery have the same look? For instance, if the primary photo on your website is lush and green and crisp, but the rest of your images are dull and you can tell that they have been taken with a phone. You've immediately got an inconsistency in your brand. Part of building a successful website is ensuring that your branding is consistent first before you even start building a website. So really you have to go back to home base here. If you've been frustrated or challenged by your brand, before you build a website is the time to figure those things out, not after. Because building a website is an investment. It's either going to be an investment of your time or it's going to be an investment of your money. And when you launch this bad boy, you want to make sure that it is singing the song that fills your heart and just represents who you are as a company to the highest degree. What you don't want to do is try and launch a website with piecemealed items from years or decades of work. 
Your number four tip is building a structure. So we often look at building a website like we do building a house. So it's really hard to know where to put walls and windows if you don't have a blueprint. We help our customers create something called a website map, which basically maps out what pages we need and how they are going to interact with one another. Think of it like a blueprint to be able to build your website. This is just really bringing things down to the granular level of saying, okay, we know that there is a home page. That is the very first page that people may land on when they come to the website. From there, there's typically a navigation bar that's going to lead you to other pages within the site. Common pages are things like about, services, prices, contact, social media links. Now, for each website, there's a different blueprint, right? But all in all, what we want to do basically is find out what pages we need and how are they going to function together. There's also two different types of websites. So there's a single scrolling website, which basically means you land on one page. And even if you choose any of the pages in the navigation, it's going to automatically scroll you down the page to that particular area. That's a really great way if you're just launching a website or just launching a business, if you want to get some information out there or you don't have an abundant amount of content, this can be a really great platform for you. The other one is what we would consider a more traditional website, whereas if you click on the About tab, it's going to take you to what we would consider an interior page that's going to give you the content for that. Now, again, when we're coming back to the strategy of the website, We're looking at things like keeping people moving through the website. So developing things like call to actions or leading people to the contact and teaching them how to take that next step with you. When you're looking at the structure, we're also evaluating things like, is the site mobile friendly? So in 2019, if your website is not mobile friendly, you're missing an entire market of people. In a nutshell, this is your website automatically transforming to fit to an iPad to smaller screens, and then down to your phone. If you've ever been on a website that is not mobile friendly, it's where you have to do the good old fashioned pinch and zoom. The functionality and the structure of your website are such an important part of having a successful website that keeps clients engaged and coming back. And your fifth tip for creating a successful website is creating convenience for your user. There is nothing more frustrating than going to a website and knowing what you're looking for or what you're trying to do and not being able to navigate your way around it. One of the simplest ways to do this is ensuring, again, that you are leading people through your website. Are all of your links working? So if you have a button that's going to lead to a certain page, is it actually taking that person to that page? Okay, short rant here, but if you've ever been online and you're shopping and you get one of those ads that pop up on Facebook. I'm notorious for clicking on the ones that have really awesome dresses. So there's nothing more frustrating than clicking on an ad that I am expecting to go and see that outfit. And I go to the page and it just plops me on their homepage. And then I'm in a scavenger hunt trying to figure out how to find the thing that they led me to go look at, but they don't want to leave me any breadcrumbs to figure out how to get there. This is the kind of stuff that I'm talking about. You want to make it so overly easy that it takes all the question and any technical difficulties out of it. I want you to also think about what your core purpose for people coming to your website is. If it's to get them to schedule an appointment with you, consider having a call to action for them to take them to a page that gives them access to your calendar where they can schedule it with you. 
If you're heavy into customer service and you have a lot of phone calls on a regular basis, put your phone number front and center. If that's what people are coming to your website for the most, make it easy for them to find it. And if it's people that are trying to get in touch with you, maybe consider having an online chat. You can get a plugin and put it into the website. And you can also have customer service hours where you can service people immediately. If it's to get them to buy a certain product that you have advertised on Facebook, by all means, I beg and plead you, lead them to a landing page where they go directly to that product. Because the reason that people are not purchasing and not sticking around is either one, they're not interested, or two, it's, it's way too difficult for them and they bounce. Make it so easy for them to do what they came to do that it's almost effortless for them. This is also an opportunity for you to train potential customers on how you want them to work with you. If the first step in working with you is setting up a consultation, then teach them that on the website. If you're interested, the first thing that we're going to do together is sit down and have a consultation or we're going to have a 20-minute call. You get to educate them or not, but your website can really be used as a tool to help guide your customers through your sales process. Now, there is a whole lot more nitty-gritty stuff that goes into building a website, and we could honestly talk for another hour. And honestly, I'd need to bring in Amber because she is our website design guru and knows these things inside and out. But these are some bite-sized pieces that can hopefully at least lead you down the right direction. I started off this episode with telling you all different types of platforms that you can use. And I also want to tell you that there's really no right or wrong. But there is a strategy that is behind building a website. And this is where I recommend that bringing in a professional that can help you to do these things. Because guess what, guys? You're busy as shit trying to run a business, let alone trying to figure out at 2 a.m. how to make some online platform work for you. I don't know about you, but nothing makes me want to flip a table more than if I'm trying to get my computer to do something that my brain knows what it can do, but I don't know how to tell the computer to do the thing that's going on in my brain. I know that we've all been there. And this is one of those areas in business where delegation is a beautiful thing and bringing someone in that can help you when you are at that stage of business to say, okay, Laura, okay, person, I am ready to grow my business. I am ready to get some of these things off my plate and I'm ready to put some strategy and functionality behind my website that's going to help my business grow. I always tell our clients, everyone starts somewhere and that's okay. But if you're thinking, all right, Laura, it's time. I need you guys to help me. I want you to shoot an email to Kristen, K-R-I-S-T-I-N at W-O-R-X-G-D.com. Let her know that you listen to the website podcast and she's going to give you 15 minutes to just spill your gutsy. Tell us what's going on and, you know, we can see where the world takes us. We'd be happy to take that off your plate. Join me Thursday as we take our power back by embracing the boldness within our attire. Until then, follow the Gutsy Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And for more Gutsy Insight, follow me on Instagram at ThatLauraAura. See you next time.